When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Well, I sing praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, praises to thy name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great. And greatly to be praised. It's good to see you. Good to be on Talk Shoe tonight. Good to be a part of this Bible study. Amen. And we're tuning in once again on this Tuesday. I'm going to keep it going, even though it doesn't seem like there's too many that want to, that desire. I'm sure they forget and we're on this beautiful day here, this Tuesday, um, 80 degrees and plus, amen, here here in the beautiful city of Seattle on the outskirts here in uh, Auburn, amen, and uh, it's been an awesome day. It's been a warm day, but it's been an awesome day, and God is so good. He's blessed us, amen, he's blessed us to be able to uh, enjoy this day, amen, was working, amen, but then when I got home, got a chance to sit back, got the fan here going, and, and uh, got a little bit of something to drink, and uh, Angel came in from work, and she's still been just kind of going around, but we're still continuing on with uh, with this Bible study, amen, I still continue on, there's those that'll probably come back and 
pull it back up, and you never know who will pull this up, and this will be a word of blessing to them. Amen. Never know who might pull back uh, um, these episodes on uh, Talk Shoe and look back and and listen and and be blessed by this. Amen. So I continue on. I felt to, to keep going. Right now we're talking. We're talking concerning the concerning enjoying life and embrace embrace happiness. Amen. Along with this, uh, we're, we're still dealing with this and going strong. Amen. In this, uh, but we thank God that um, you know God's given us this this series to to talk on as of right now. You never know. I'm living in a time when there we're living in a time when there are those that um, we're living in a time when there are those that um, uh, living in a time when there are those that really are not happy. You know, they're not happy. They're they're allowing things, the things that are around them, to allowing the, the things that are around them to actually keep them from um, from enjoying that what God has given to us. God's given to us eternal life. That's We talked about that a couple episodes back, that God gave us eternal life. Um, gave us life. We have life with everything that comes along with life. Amen. To be produced and and to grow and to thrive. He did not intend for us to have life that we would take it and, um, you know, that we would take it and just get to the place of being depressed, being messed up, saying I don't really want to live anymore. You know, to me that's, that's almost like a slap in the face when someone gives you something that is so precious to you. You know, you give somebody something that's precious to you and they take that thing that you that you give to them and they abuse it. They don't want it anymore. So they do things to it. Um, especially if you've given especially if you've paid out paid out money of your own or something that is very precious to you. And you take that and you go and you put it either on the back burner, you know, something that has been given something that it's been just that that means so much to you, you give that what is mean so much to you to someone else and they take it and they abuse it. Not only do they abuse it, but they take it and then they get to the place of saying, I really don't want it anymore so they actually destroy it. Totally destroy it. Wow. That's a whole message within itself. They take it and destroy it. And, you know, this thing that God has given to us called life, it's, he gave it to us so that we would basically be able to enjoy. And one way to find out how to really enjoy this precious thing that he's given to us is to find out the purpose of it, to find, to find out the purpose of it and to use that purpose to the fullest. You know, if I was to walk up, up up to you, my brothers and sisters, whoever is listening on this and coming back to this, and I was to give you the key 
to my classic car. Listen, I don't have one, but let's just say I have a classic car, and it's worth millions of dollars, worth millions of dollars. So I walk up to you and I give you the key to that car. First of all, to give you the key to that car that was so precious to me, that meant a whole lot to me, to take that key and to place it in your hand and say, I want you to have it. I really want you to have it. Use it. Now, first of all, it's given to you so you can do with whatever you want to do with it. But my expectations, there it is, my expectations of what you would do with this, what I gave to you. First of all, you fought to get it and you won. Okay? First of all, you fought to get it and you won. You're the one that got my prized possession. You're the one that got my prized possession that I'm giving to you. First of all, I'm giving to you. I've I've given to you me. I gave you my image, my likeness. That's what he's saying. I gave you my image, my likeness. I've put that, and then I've breathed into you me. I breathed into you me. I breathed into you life. Now you became a living soul. Everything that is about you is everything that is about me. I gave that to you. It's yours. Totally. Totally, it's yours. Really stop and think about it. That's I gave you this classic car. Put it in your hand and told you now, it's worth oh, millions of dollars. So you take this car and I expect, my expectation is that you would take this car and use it to good benefit. Use it for good benefit. I would expect you to take it and use it for things that it's purpose for. Number one, you'd have to find out what is the purpose of this car. The purpose of this car that I gave to you is not just to not to use it as a dump truck because it's not a dump truck, it's a car. Not to use it as a bus because it's not a bus. It's a classic car. I didn't expect for you to take it and use it in the in, in, in the racetrack because it's not a racing car. It goes fast, yes, but it's not a racing car. It's a classic. I gave it to you to be able to either sell it when you need it, when you need the finances for it, or I gave it to you so that others will be able to look and see what this car looked like back in the day. Take it to take it to the to the to the um to the shows. Take it to the car shows. 
take it back there and 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 show it off <laughs> show it off in other words basically take that car that i've given to you show it off keep it clean keep it clean that's my expectations is that you'll keep it clean that you'll show it off different ones walk up to you and say what year it is you're showing it off of the year and it is totally clean you keep it filled with gas and you drive it around and show it off wow when you really stop and think about that that it's not to be abused it's not to be misused not for you to grab it and just drive it just drive it to to the dump but then when you have that special car it would do you it would really really hurt you if you said if you took that car and said i really don't want this car anymore i don't want it anymore so I'm going to go and pour gasoline all over this car, and I'm going to burn it up. And this is something that that I've given to you, something that I've given to you, that I expect it to be cherished just like I cherished it. Brothers and sisters, this is what Jesus, this is what Jesus, this is what God the Father has done for us. He gave you life, and he said he's given it to you more abundantly. He's given it to you. He wants you to keep it clean. His desire for you, his expectation for you, for life, is to keep it clean. Oh, man, to show it off. Show it off. You're living. And in the midst of it, you've got joy. You've got peace. Ah, and there's love involved in this. Love involved in this. You've got all these things that he's given to you. And then he does not want you to misuse it. He doesn't want you to abuse it. He doesn't want you to bring it bring it down to nothing. You know, we're dealing with folks. We're dealing with folks. We're dealing with people today that have taken this precious gift that he's given to us and you're abusing it. You're misusing it. You're making that classic car into a dump truck. And it's not a dump truck. You're making that classic car into into a a, a, a thing of shame. And it's not any and that's not what his purpose for. See, each of us has a have a purpose in life. We each have a purpose. God gave you a purpose and a plan. And he says, if you just follow that purpose and that plan, 
Life will become so great for you. Life will become so great. Mom's favorite verse to me is Matthew 6.33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his right living, and all of these things will be added unto you. That's what he said. He said, if you seek me first and you find out what righteousness is in my area, righteousness means basically right living. What is right living? Well, you've got to find out what right living is. You find out what the owner, the owner is the only one that knows what right living is. So you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then he said, and everything that you desire will be added unto you. And all these things shall be added unto you. All what things? Things that when you least expect it, how he'll provide for you. How he'll make a way for you. And he's saying just keep this precious gift that I've given to you. Keep it clean. Show it off. (laughs) Keep it clean. Show it off. Show it off to many others that's there. David said, David said in Psalms 40 in verse 8, he says, I delight to do your will, O Lord, for your law is within me, is within me. My, I know the purpose that you have me here. I know the plan that you have for me. And when you know that plan, and that purpose, and you start walking in that, that plan and that purpose, God will make a way for you in ways that someone said, well, what do you mean? You mean I've got to do that in order, in order to receive the blessings of the Lord? Well, I mean, you know, when you stop and think, think, yeah, that's what you need to do. There's many that's walking out of the perfect plan and will of God, and you say, I don't know what it is. But, you know, I beg to differ with you. You know what the plan is. Wow. Isn't that something? Either that or you become numb to the plan that God has for you. You know, you've come numb to the plan. I found out that in the midst of controversy, I can still be happy as long as I know that I'm walking in his perfect will. I'm walking in his perfect will. That's it. That's it. That's it. You'll find, you'll find Jesus said basically, he got so excited, he got so, so excited in John the fourth chapter and around the 34th verse, he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. My purpose, my excitement is to do the will of him that sent me. I'm here for a purpose, and I'm so excited when I know what my purpose is and my plan. My meat My excitement is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. And in turn, look what he does. He makes a way for you. When your desires 
become God desire, God's desires. And he just works things out for you. And God meets your heart's desire. I know I've said that before. When your desire becomes God's desire, then God will meet your heart's desire. He knows what's in the heart. He knows what's in your, your thought life. He knows the things that you desire the most. And he just works things out for you. When you say, Lord, my, my purpose and my, my will is no longer mine, but I've got to nevertheless, I'm going to do your will. I'm going to do that what you planned for me to do. Lord, I know what you want me to do, so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to enjoy this life that you've given me. I'm enjoying the journey. I like the way somebody said that. Said, I am here living life, and I am enjoying the journey. <laughs> the journey? Yes. I'm enjoying the journey. I'm not going to be miserable. I don't, I don't plan to be miserable. Things don't always go the way that I want it to be, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. As long as I am in his perfect will and plan. <sighs> Situations might not be the way that I want it. Circumstances might not be the way that I want it. Physically, I might not be the way that I want to be. I'm not that tall, dark, black, dark man. <laughs> but I'm satisfied with the way that I am. I thank God for health. I'm not blowing my own home. I'm just telling you. When you really stand on the perfect purpose and plan of God, you can be happy. God works things out for you. He always goes behind the scenes and he works things out. When the desire that you have, because the desire has, every, has a lot to do, your desires have a lot to do with being able to enjoy life. It does. It does when you think about desire, wish, want, will. Man, it all comes along with putting all of those things in the hand of the Lord. And you put those things in his hand and say, Lord, work it out. Oh, but I hear somebody else's desire for me. No, it doesn't line up with God's will. <laughs> it doesn't line up with the will of God. Somebody else desires for me. Okay? And we can be swayed by them. Believe me. We can be swayed by other people's desires for you. What they see. What they see you doing. You know? There's nothing wrong with having counselors, but it's another thing when you have other people's opinions that's based on something they want. Come on. Based on something that they want. To really stop and think about it, I'm, I'm going to say this, and this is so interesting, Angel. I'm saying this. Human nature is so selfish because we want things to go our way. 
And if it's not going our way, I think so-and-so need to marry so-and-so because, and you really have a real reason for it. You've got a real reason. But that's not the plan and purpose of God. God says, no, I have this other person for this person. It doesn't have to be marriage. It could be anything else. I think that you need to have this apartment. And that, and you're deep down in your heart, you really don't want that. Don't want that apartment. But you'll get it. And you know the reason why you'll get it is to is to please that person that said something to you. So you please them. And then you live miserably. They're comfortable, but you live miserably. Why? Because you wanted to please them. You wanted to please what their desire was. You wanted to please what their desire was. Huh. Their desire. Someone <laughs> said, what are you talking about? I'll give you another example. So many times when you go to a car lot, and you want to buy a car. They'll fit you into a car that they say fits your, fits your um, what? Fits your, um, what you can afford. That's what they usually say. Fit what you can afford. And I found out there's been those that have been trying to get rid of certain cars on the lot, so they'll push that car to you and try to make it appealing just so they can get it off their lot. Their desire is for you to be in that car, and their desire is for you to buy that car because then that car also brings them money for them. They get a percentage of that. Wow. So many different ways. When you get to the point where you say, Lord, I really don't want to have anything to do with other people's desires. I want to do my own. I want to do what he desires of me. What is? And then you take your desires and you put them in the hands of the Lord and you say, well, you know what? My desires will line up with yours. I want your, I want, I want my desires to line up to your desire, to your will. That's why David said, I delight to do your will, O Lord. Psalms 40. I delight to do your will, O Lord, because your law is in my heart. So I want to do what you want to do, what you want me to do. I want to do what you want me to do. Let my will do what you want me to do. And when we can get to the place where we can actually say, Lord, our desires, let your will be done. Your will in my life, in my surroundings, everybody, everything that's around me. I want to be able to do what you desire for me. That should be a prayer, really. That should be a prayer of everyone. And watch this. It's not going to be the thing in the very beginning because the first thing in the very beginning, we've got to, we've got to change our own thinking. We've got to change our thinking. And the thing I like about the Lord, the thing that I like about the Lord is our thinking he doesn't expect it to happen immediately. But just you begin to do it. And to begin to start walking in that way. 
I'm changing my thought life to line up with his. Wow. That's something right there. I'm changing my thought life to line up with yours. That's what Jesus said. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. My my purpose is to do the will of him that sent me and finish the work and finish the work. I'm not going to go all the way halfway and then stop in the middle of it and take take up my thing again. <laughs> Jesus even told him that. Watch look look what he said in the in the message bible. In the message bible, this is another scripture that you can write down. It's in St. Mark, the 8th chapter, starting at the 34th verse. And this, this is in the Message Bible. The Message Bible, it says this, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way. Oh, I hope everybody caught that. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self, okay? Saving who you really are. Self-sacrifice. That's where the scripture says, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is only your reasonable service. And be not transformed by the, uh, be not transformed to this, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is a thing that has to do, your will has a lot to do with your thinking. It has a lot to do with the way that you think. It has a lot to do with the way, with, with what goes on in your thought life. Your mind has got to be renewed. Lord, renew my mind. Renew my thought life. Renew my thinking. Self-sacrifice. Notice he didn't, he said, on here he says self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. That's something you've got to do. It's your will. You've got to do that. He's not going to make you do it. That's not, going to, that's not a thing of him making you do it, because he's not going to make you do it. He will not. He said self, self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. Okay? Self-sacrifice. You're doing it yourself. You're putting yourself in the line of saying, now whatever you want to do, do it, Lord. Whatever you want to do, do it, because it has nothing to do with me. I am sacrificing my life for you. Now you take it. I'm giving you power of attorney. (laughs) Wow. Power of attorney. I'm the one that's the principal, the grantor, because the person authorizing to act is a principal or a grantor or a donor. Of the power. I'm a little bit weak in this area. 
So I give you power of attorney to 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 lead me in the way that I should go. Isn't that so funny? Power of attorney. That's what power of attorney is. Power of attorney is someone else that's willing to take because you're not actually you're not actually at the point right now to actually do what should be done. So you're giving him power of attorney to to to, to guide my life in the way that it should be. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. You guide my life. You take it. Guide me. Holy Spirit. Yes. You take control. I'm allowing you to take control. Holy Spirit, you go ahead. You do it. And once he gets into the place of being able to do that, my God, talking about being happy, talking about talking about enjoying life, things that you thought that you would never be able to do, he opens up for you. Oh, come on. He opens it up for you. Someone says, how do you know? Because because he's done it for me. He's done it for me so many, done it for us so many times, and he's yet going to do it again. I know that he will because I know that I, I, I just, I trust him. I trust him. That's, that's where it comes along, too, where you trust him. You've got you've got to trust him. Trust him. Come on, if Jesus trusted the Father, you ought to be able to trust him also. And know that what he's saying is right. Know that what he is asking you to do is right. Oh, man. Know that what he's asking you to do is right. Last part of that scripture, basically self-sacrifice, isn't that self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to serving yourself, your true self. So what good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you. My God, get everything that you want and then lose you, the real you. What could you ever trade your soul for? What could you trade your soul for? Wow. Isn't that interesting? You have those that have sold out. They've sold out. We've heard about this. We've heard that there are those that sold their soul to the devil. That's crazy. Because they did that, but the end, (laughs) they ended up being worse than they ever have, they ever did. Oh, because he's going to come back, and he's going to claim what's his, basically. And he's going to do it out of force, basically. But when you sacrifice your life to Christ, and you say, Lord, I I, I give all. I give myself away. (laughs) That's what the song says. I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. Oh, my Lord. My life is not my own. 
to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself to you. And he's not going to just force you to do it. He doesn't force you. Come on, he doesn't force you. He doesn't say, you're going to do this. Get on your knees. You've you got to do it. No, it's all a part of choice. You want to enjoy life? You want to enjoy life? Put your life in the hands of the Lord. Follow his precepts. Follow what he desires of you. And then let him work out all the details. Wow. Let him work out all of the details. And he leads you and he guides you. Oh, my God. What do I do? Where am I going? I'm, I'm, I'm between a rock and a hard place here. I don't even know what I'm going to – I don't even know what's going to happen next. But then when you put your life in his hands, you say, God, okay, I'm through. I can't handle this myself. I can't handle this myself. I'm getting so stressed out. Then that's when we start getting to the place of abusing that what he's given to us. Abusing life. I got to get some sleep. And yet you don't get it. You get sleep, but you don't get rest. Wow. And that's something. Because you're so stressed out. And so, you know, I'm getting to the place where I'm realizing that there are things that are happening that God is saying, simply put it in my hand and let me deal with it. Put it in my hand and let me deal with it. You've carried it too long and nothing's happened. Now, let me, let me see what I could do with it. Isn't that something? Because we stress on certain things. A lot of times we stress on stuff that we really don't need to stress on. It's not for us to stress. Our body's not built for that. Our body is not built for mess. It's not built to stress. Really stop and think about it. It's not. But it's built when he made us to know that we can handle. And it's going to be all right. Knowing that if it, as long as it's in his hands, it's going to be okay. As long as he's handling it, it's going to be okay. Amen. As long as he has got it and we've given it to him, it is okay. It really is. It's okay. David found a lot of that secret, but then he, I don't know what happened, but he kind of turned, turned things around. Does I delight to do thy will, O oh, oh my God, yea, thy laws within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. O oh Lord, thou knowest, I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness 
and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the congregation. Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord, and let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. Mine iniquities have taken hold upon me so that I am not able to look look up. He's so distressed here. They are more than the hairs of mine head. Therefore my heart faileth me. But be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me, O Lord. Make haste to help me. All through this. Read that. It's all talking about from the, it's the 40th chapter of, of Psalms. It starts out by saying, I, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out, out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and establish my goings. He put a new song in my mouth. Even put praise unto even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. Happy is the man. Another word for blessed happy is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. And respecteth not respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside to lies. Oh, my God. All through that 40th chapter, it's the highs and the lows, and he gets to a point of stress, gets to a point of all of that area, but then he says, hey, in the midst of all that, you brought me up. You brought me out. (laughs) You want to enjoy life? I do. I want to enjoy life. So make your desires his desires. Do that. Make your desires his desires. And watch God. Watch what he'll do for you. Wow. Wow. Father, I give you glory today. I thank you, Father God, for this word. Lord, just... Just this word, we're just able to just sit and talk. We've talked, Lord, for now almost 45 minutes. So, Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus, those that will grab on to this and will hear this, Lord, that, they'll, that this will get into their spirit. And, Lord, they'll take this word. Father God, they'll take this word, Lord, and they'll, they'll grow by it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Father God, Lord, for different ones, Lord, that, um, Lord, need prayer today. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would touch them in the name of Jesus. There are those that need healing. Lord, you sent your word and healed them. So we're sending your word, Lord, to them. Body be healed in the name of Jesus. Body be made whole in Jesus' name. I'm thinking of a little, little one right now that just came into this world. Lord, touch her. 
right now in the name of Jesus. Her lungs, her heart. Let there be no more Caesars. No more in the name of Jesus. Father God, Lord, this, this, this little life just came here. Just this little life, this little life just come into this world with a purpose. The purpose is not to come here and be sick and then exit out. But, Lord, to grow for this family and to be a light, Lord. Allow her to be a light to this other family. In Jesus' name, show yourself strong. We give you all the glory. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you lift up Lift the scales off the eyes. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just your persuasion is so awesome. Your persuasion, Lord. Holy Spirit, just persuade that one, Lord, that is in need of you right now. That one that, Lord, no one can come unto the Father except the Spirit draw him. So I pray, Father God, Lord, that even right now, Lord, that you let that spirit draw. Let let the spirit draw in Jesus' name. I bind the trick of the enemy and what he what he what he intends to do. I erase that what he has put on those that are planning even right now to to do something that they should not do. I erase the assignment. And that you're getting ready to try to, that that he wants to take out. Oh, God. I pray, Lord, that you would, Lord, even right now, uh, reverse the assignment in the name of Jesus. Satan, you, you can't do anything unless, unless it's allowed. But we don't allow it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I stand in agreement. Father God, with those that are even around, I stand with agreement, Father God. You bind it here on earth. You bind it in heaven. You speak, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father God, there's those that are going through financial situations. I pray right now, Lord, that you just give them peace in the name of Jesus. And then, Lord, not only give them peace, but, Lord, show them in the word, Lord, where they don't no longer will have to deal with that. Those that are looking for jobs, lead them to a job that is designed for your purpose in the name of Jesus. You said, Lord, if we follow your path, you will make us the head and not the tail. <laughs> that you would make us to the place where we would lend and not borrow. That's what you that's your word. So Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that that becomes possible. It is possible with you, but that we'll be able to recognize that in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, Lord, for this evening. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing even even the rest of this week, Lord. You're gonna get us to go beyond the point of just being sustained or just maintaining Father God will be able to go in abundance. This that you've given to us, this life, 
that you've given to us. Lord, you plan for us. Lord, not only just, just not just to live from day to day, but Father God, that we live in flourish in Jesus' name. We will flourish. Mm. Flourish. Prosper. All for your glory. All for your glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You're going to meet every financial need. You're going to re- meet every spiritual need, Lord. Meet every physical need. And we pray this by your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Well, I'm so glad. Amen. Those that might be coming back and listening to this and, you know, coming up to this, but I'm just letting you know that, hey, you know, just enjoy life. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. Let your desire become his. Train your mind to do the will of the Father. Train your mind to do that. Someone said, how do I train my mind to do his will? It's just an act of saying, just an act of saying, I'm going to do what you want. That's it. And then just follow through. Actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. So simply just simply get to the point of saying, hey, my actions, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing his perfect will. And folks start wondering why you're so happy all the time. <laughs> why aren't you stressing? I don't need to stress. <laughs> I don't need to stress. I delight to do thy will, O Lord. I delight to do your will, O Lord. Amen. All right, God bless. I'm going to get off of here until next week. Amen. Until the next week, and we'll be talking more on dealing with on dealing with his will, um, knowing that his will is the way. God bless you. Looking forward to next week. Amen. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.